Good morning, podcast listeners. This is The Commute, coming at you live, recorded Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm your host, as always, Chris Single, Midwest Coast, the best coast representing. Your co-host, Michael Z, cannot be with you today because he is traveling through time and space zones. Because he's in a different space, he's in a different time. And because he's in Los Angeles, that means he's in sweepy time, dreaming about butterfly kisses and long flowing hair and making out with the UPS guy and long flowing hair. This is The Commute, your daily source for nonsensical random nonsense as well as real-time traffic updates that are obsolete by the time you hear them and cutting social commentary. Here's a hipster on a bike, but it's now cliche to call him a hipster, so that's just a skinny dude on a bike. Good for him. He turned the corner. He's living his best self. He's heading west on Cherry Street. If you want to track a obsolete, got it. So this is the Commute Podcast. I had some interesting conversations with my boss yesterday about uh, the future of the news industry, media, and publishing, and uh, sort of turning the corner, getting there slowly. There's this talk of Let's make all these jumps and the news should do this and they should have done this and this is what the right thing to do would have been. And it's like, okay, but that's not how any of this works. So what I pitched were some crazy ideas and what she got out of it were, okay, what are the next steps to get there? And it's like, oh, right. You have to not just plan how to get there, but make it feasible to steer the ship in that direction rather than just deciding one day, nope, this is the new direction and go. So, it's interesting to see a, and I think it's a good quality of a boss to say, yep, how can I help you make that happen? Where it's not, that's a ludicrous thing, but okay, what's a version of that we can get up and running soonest, and how do we get it up and running? And I always come in with my, well, when I was working in Silicon Valley office, you know, way the software development do it and it's like yeah every company's been doing this this fucking silicon valley thing where they think they're disrupting every industry is really full of itself every company in the world is wondering are there massive gains to be made no okay well let's focus on the small gains everyone would like to disrupt but that's not uh viable all the time unless you get someone else's money to throw at a thing that will probably fail. And that's the fascinating economics of venture capitalist funds. You can sort of fund 10 companies and one is a unicorn and makes a billion dollars. It really doesn't matter what happens to the other nine. And that's sort of what happened with Funny or Die. The, um, it was in the same funding round and I was discussing this with a buddy who's a lawyer on Wall Street and I still don't understand it. But because it was in the same funding round, uh, the owners of the fund were less concerned about every other company turning a profit, but they obviously still want to turn a profit on those things. So there was less of a hurry up and get it done yesterday, you need to be the unicorn, and more of a, okay, let's see how we can make an actual valuation out of this. Just a fascinating world. And, you know, it'd be nice to... It's a trade-off. It would be nice to skim off a few million for yourself and then go retire somewhere, but... I don't think it's worth it, really, to fight those hordes and nerds who all have the same idea, who 
whose ideas get rich quick and they don't have ideas on how to improve the world and what their products could be. And that's sort of where I find myself. I don't know how to turn ideas into cash. I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. Dude in Michigan, I think in Muskegon, won $4 million in a scratch-off ticket and took a annuity. For a bunch of reasons, that's a bad idea, but in the interview, and he somehow remained anonymous, I guess you can do that in Michigan. In the interview he said, yeah, I'm gonna think about retiring early. First I'm gonna pay off some debts for a few years. And it's like, oh, maybe he's the smartest man in the world, understands his own willpower and self-control, and isn't trying to blow it all in an afternoon. Be a hell of an afternoon, but four million dollars to some of the wealthiest people in the world is so chump change. I just can't fathom what you do at that point. I always enjoy the earlier parts of the struggle, the video game when you're collecting the items and learning what your powers are, versus being super powered. And I like knowing you can get there, but once you're there, it's sort of like okay. Well, which way do I want to kill these dudes? I was like replaying the beginning of Mega Man. The Proto-Man, if you will. Making a left onto the highway here. Uh, let's try to tie some thoughts together. You know? The future of media and the beginning of the power, I think... You know, I'm not saying we live in a simulation, but... Because I so enjoy the time I live in, it almost seems like I chose it. You know? If I were going to create a simulation for myself to live in, it would be pretty much this. Down to the things of my pretty brunette wife and the fact that this is not the time she would choose. She has more of an appreciation for history than I do. And it's just fascinating how I find myself in this time period. And I, even I am unclear of if internally I've convinced myself this is when I want to be and reshaped my dreams around that because you can't really control what time you're in or if I've just always liked this time. And I think it's the latter, but I'm pretty good at lying to myself, so how would myself ever know? Getting No Man's Sky this evening, speaking of living in a simulation. And the big complaints are things like, it's repetitive. And it's like, well, yeah, it's exploring the entire universe. They can add in patches later that the Romulans are attacking and you have to broker a peace with the Klingons. But in the meantime, there's just life and stars and stuff to see and do. That's awesome. And someone said, yeah, listen to an audiobook and, or music while you do it so that you can just sort of chill and explore. So I got an audiobook of the history of Homo sapiens. And I'm going to listen to the real understanding of the evolution of human society while playing a space adventure game about evolution of other animals. I'm so indescribably excited. 
so excited. But in the meantime, got some work to do. I'm still unclear on if uh, people love their jobs or a lot of it really is nonsense. I've worked my way into sort of a middle manager position and it's surprisingly more housekeeping and custodial work in a sense than I expected of, well, we have to make sure these two employees are doing this thing and they don't get along with this employee and we need to hire for this position and ideally it will be someone like this employee. And it's, okay. It's all the behind the scenes stuff to keep it running when I expect it to be more long-term strategy. And I start to question where does the long-term long-term strategy come in and it's more just arises in meetings of well what do we want to do about this okay and it's not that they're set in their ways it's that they have an understanding of what already works and they're willing to expand that but you can't just do something crazy for the sake of doing something crazy it's pretty much how life works you can't just decide Unless you claim you're an artist, but those weirdos can do pretty much anything. Even then, there's laws that govern what you can do, especially in public. Okay, so heading towards the exit on the highway, let's recap some things together. Doing what you want and being Mega Man and achieving those skills, I think people really should. Okay, now now we're starting to get a flow for this podcast. I'm saying it out loud, but in the future maybe I won't say it out loud. And it's just idea, idea, synthesis. I guess you could go Hegelian with it and do idea negation synthesis. Yeah, let's do that. Idea negation synthesis. So it's really arguing with yourself. Here's the idea. Here's why that's a bad idea. Here's the nugget in between the two that's still a good idea. Or here's a combination of the two, the pro and the con, that still makes sense to me. But you can comment. Hey, if you want to comment, email us. Contact the commute at gmail.com. The synthesis of today's episode is, uh... You should keep learning. You're never going to run out of things to learn. And at least for me, it feels good to feel like you're powering up. You're gaining knowledge and understanding and expertise of the world. So keep learning stuff, even if you don't know what good it'll do. Because you don't know what the limits are. You don't know what's crazy in a certain context unless you know what's standard in a certain context. Because the crazy ideas can be very good, but you still need to course correct the ship that way. And if your idea is sink the ship, well, that's going to be hard to convince everyone on board the ship to do. You know, maybe you can make a very convincing argument for that ship, probably better off building a submarine. See what I'm saying? That's a real good metaphor. Learn how to build submarines. 
That's the synthesis of today's episode. We'll synthesize it into a metaphor. It's about course correcting the ship, learning how to do new stuff with a ship, and then when you can't uh, do that with a ship, learn how to build submarines. It's understanding the media industry, understanding the digital industry, and helping them become digital. But if they can't, you know, maybe you start your own consultancy. Maybe, just saying, no one from work listens to this, but that's okay. Um, contact the commute at gmail.com or commute pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook. We uh, are a podcast. I haven't uploaded an episode in like two days, but uh, it'll get there eventually. So pulling into work now, I appreciate uh, all you do. And as always, we will catch you on the next one. Put it in the park, picking up the phone, getting louder as it approaches the camera. Peace. Thanks for listening.